Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning and welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Wednesday, April 11th, and we are going to have a high of minus 12 degrees in the, sorry, feels like minus 12 degrees in the Edmonton area. Seriously? Yeah. Another That's cold okay. Day. That's okay. <laughs> we'll make it. We will. Yeah. Those school pickups. Ah, oh, that wind is harsh. Yeah. So cold. You see all these pathetic parents huddling in the, against the building, trying to not get the wind attack. <laughs> Those pathetic parents. <laughs> I'm one of them. <laughs> Those pitiful parents. Um, uh, you know what? I don't know. Maybe it's just because we're born in a different province, uh, you and I, Gabby. But um, you watch our daughter, Everly, absolutely tough as nails. Yeah. Like the cold does not affect her. Yeah. Her favorite season is the winter. She doesn't even play any winter sports. She just likes snow and stuff. She was born here and apparently it's, it's, she's a frost giant. Um, we got a special guest today. We do. Um, here's a fun game. Uh, I don't, I don't actually know. Um, guess the guest, guess the guest is our guest a D K A X K F X. Oh, on the live app. I don't know. I'm about to invite some rando in here. Might not be Robinson Smith. Robinson Smith. Yes. So uh, if you recall, uh, about a week, two weeks ago, someone had asked about the Smith Maneuver. And I proceeded to explain what the Smith Maneuver was. I was a, I was put a little on the spot. And I did a terrible job yeah, explaining you, you it. You didn't feel good about it. I'm like, that wasn't my best. And I really liked the Smith Maneuver. I... I read about it years ago. I got super excited a few years back when um, when Robinson was 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 releasing a new book because like I was I was researching the Smith maneuver because I was like I really liked you know the the, the maneuver to, to to you know to reduce your see I'm doing it again. <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> to eliminate the non like to to the the non deductible mortgage, you know, to make it deductible, right? I love that. I was really I was fascinated by it, and I was part of like their uh, their mailing list or email list. Yeah, and I got notified that uh, Robinson was releasing the, the the new book, Master Your Mortgage for Financial Freedom. I pre ordered it right away. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, it's a great book. We went. Uh, I remember we were on a, va a Mexican vacation, and uh, I read it on the way home on the uh, on the plane. So very excited to have that conversation today with Robinson. If you guys got any questions um, about what it is or how you can use it. We have the man himself. Got the man himself today. So it's get ready to get your uh, questions answered. Um, Robin here in the, in the chat uh, where I guess I didn't say this. Uh, uh, we are broadcasting live on the Podbean app as we do every morning yes. at 6 a.m. Mountain time. Uh, but if you are uh, Robinson, it's 5 a.m. Ooh, Pacific. ouch. That's why he was so angry. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he <laughs> said I'm not a very nice person 
or he was questioning how nice I was because yeah. it is uh, it is 5 a.m. for him, and that is dedication to helping others. That is dedication to helping others. Um, Robin here in the chat says it's a very early morning for Robinson to join. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I when I when I when I read I reached out to him. I said, uh, "Hey, man." Uh, we want to have you on the podcast, but just to let you know it's it's a little early for you. <laughs> Is that okay? And he's like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll manage." He just said, uh, "Everyone's just going to have to count the uns." Yeah, get that brain massaged. Yes. <laughs> um. So I want to talk about this really quickly uh, because we don't talk about it often, and I want to make sure everybody gets an equal opportunity. Um. So for those of you that join in live every day on the Podbean app, um, you can click the little heart button. Okay. And I believe you can click that heart every button. Every 300 seconds. Once every 300 seconds. And why Why do you need to know that? Why is that valuable information? Why do we see so many hearts popping up? Because you love us so much. <clears throat> yes. <Right>? Yes. <laughs> uh, and we have a contest every month. We do. Top fan. Yes. Whoever has the most hearts gets the, um, the top fan of the month. And the top fan of the month gets entered into a draw. So for the last few months, we've been uh, we've been um, giving away one free month of mentorship. Yes. Yeah. So what we do is we at the end of the month we take the top five people, whoever has the most hearts, and now first place gets five ballots, second place gets four, third place gets three, second place gets. I mean. <laughs> Fourth, this is why I passed it off again. I know you passed Fourth it off Fourth place to me gets two ballots. Fifth place gets one ballot. Okay. Oh. And uh, then we do a draw and uh, pull a name and whoever wins um, gets the, the the free month of mentorship. And that mentorship yeah. is, is I'd say it's extremely valuable. It's uh, so you get two calls. So every two weeks you get a call, uh, hour long kind of strategy session, uh, deciding kind of what you're going to be working on, what to do, how to move forward, those types of things. And then you also get unlimited, unlimited, unlimited um, texts and emails <laughs> to get your questions answered in between the calls. Yeah. So yeah, calls are kind of like strategy session. And then in between, if you're having trouble with something, need something <clears throat> answered to be able to move forward, you can text or email away whenever you want. I'm not doing any new mentees. Yeah. Right now. Um, I'm capped out. I, I cannot do any more mentees. So the only new mentees, the only way to get um, mentorship is to join in live every day yeah. and win the draw, <laughs> win the contest. So um, that you have to join in live every day. You have to be engaging, um, you know, to get hearts. And the easiest way to get hearts is just to click the button. But another way to do it is to also um through the app share the, share show. the show yeah share it to social call media. in click the call in button anything you do to engage it's uh, the hearts are engagement right so yeah um we're, we're we're rewarding you for waking up early every day and engaging okay mm -hmm. um we got some new faces do we on the top five right now oh <laughs> yes we do okay so I'm, I'm very excited to see who wins next month um now just uh i never really talked about this um before this is going to be the last month that we are giving away mentorship yes for the time being okay so this is your last chance to get a free month of mentorship 
for the for the time being. Um, going forward, we're going to have different prizes. Yeah. So definitely join in live every day. Definitely click those, you know, smash those hearts and share the show. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I just wanted to share that with everyone so everyone has an equal opportunity. Um, awesome. And normally around this time, we talk about upcoming events, but we don't have any upcoming events. Um, there are some proposed upcoming events. We have a cabin retreat in May, which is sold out. Um, we also have, um, we're going to be having another investor fix and flip meetup in about three to four weeks. We just haven't chosen the date yet. Yeah. Okay. So the next uh, meetup will be at our St. Albert flip once the flip is done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was going to say hopefully before the, like the weekend before May long weekend, I think would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, or May two, four, if you're from, uh, Ontario. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it depends on if it's finished or not. I need to do the math and see where we're at. Yeah. Ideally, we'd like to wait until it's all done. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- we'll know that in the next couple of weeks, um, what that date's going to be. Obviously, we want to give, give you guys lots of notice. And there'll be about 50 spots for that. It's a free meetup. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. So back to today's show. Our guest, Robinson Smith, all the way from the West Coast. One province over for us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to let him in here, see if we can get him in. I'm hoping this is Robinson. Good morning. Hello. How are you? I'm very well. This is my first time using the Podbean Live, so I'm glad I managed to connect, folks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you sound great. Your sound is good. Thank you so Excellent. much for joining us first thing this morning. Well, you're very welcome. You know, I decided <laughs> last night it was probably best just not to go to sleep so I didn't miss the show. Hell yeah. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I was going to say it. Uh, you, you you were up commenting on my uh, Facebook <clears throat> post pretty late, so you you didn't get to bed early. What? Whoa, that was, <laughs> yeah, that was late. <clears throat> yeah, I, I got enough sleep. I think I'll be okay. Good. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I, I'm sure that you could talk about this. I'm sure you could talk about this literally in your sleep as well. So you should have just stayed in bed <laughs> and just put, put your headphones on and, and talked about it while you're sleeping. Um, well, I think I think the wife and dog would have objected. Yeah. <laughs> Kicked you out. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, there are a lot of people interested in the uh, the Smith maneuver. Um, why don't we kind of well let's let's start out with who you are and 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 what the Smith maneuver is maybe a little introduction yeah sure um, Robinson Smith uh, I'm the president of Smith Consulting Group Limited uh, and it's a company that was founded by my father way back in the early 90s um, he was an investment advisor and developed the Smith maneuver and um, back in the mid 80s uh, I was just a kid had no idea what he did for a living Mm-hmm. And I went on and, um, you know, went to university and uh, worked overseas in, in China for a good number of years and came back in 2006 and uh, trained under my dad. And, and we each had our own separate investment advisories here in Victoria. Um, but that's uh, pretty much my, my background is um, investment banking when I was over in Asia. Um, worked at the Canadian embassy is in the commercial section, the trade section for a little while. So I've done a number of things all related to, <clears throat> excuse me, investment and, and, and trade, uh, mm-hmm. but started my career as an investment advisor back in 2006. Awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Um, 
we've already got questions flowing in yeah. and I don't even know how to manage this because like the first question that's coming in is like, uh, how do you manipulate it later in the game with accelerators? <laughs> so there's people that have already read your book. They've already seen you speak before and they're already ready to jump into the advanced questions. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how to, like, what's, what's the best way to start to explain what the Smith maneuver yeah. is for those of, uh, for those of them that, that don't understand. Yeah, basically, the, the Smith Mover is a personal finance uh, strategy developed for Canadian homeowners. We, we know that in the, well, maybe we don't, but many do know that uh, in the U.S., the Americans can deduct a good portion of their mortgage interest. In Canada, right. that is not the case. And <clears throat> therefore, mortgages are, are very, very expensive. Not to mention, we've got inflation currently at over 5%. Uh, we got the high cost of life, uh, thanks in large part to taxation. Um, mm -hmm. Taxes uh, just keep on going nowhere but up. We pay around half of our total income goes to taxes before we can pay for food, clothing, and shelter. So mm -hmm. the, the cost of life is enormous. The cost of, of a mortgage uh, takes a big bite out of a paycheck. And what happens is, you know, we Canadians, we've got two very important financial goals in our lives. One is, you know, if we own a home, we want to pay down that mortgage, and, and but we also want to start saving for our retirement. We don't have to want to work. We don't want to have to work forever. So, we've got these two goals, and the problem is limited income. And so, when considering this limited income, we have to make a decision. Uh, many Canadians, which of these two goals do I approach? And you know, quite frankly, nobody cares if we don't save for our retirement. We don't put money aside each month. But somebody definitely does care if we don't make our mortgage payment. So that's yeah. what we do. We, we devote our funds to paying down our mortgage at the expense of not getting invested for our future. And there's some, some pretty bad outcomes uh, waiting for us if we're not able to, to save uh, mm -hmm. or invest. You know, um, being reliant on our children financially, uh, living in their basement or being forced to downsize, living on a fixed income, signing up for reverse mortgage, all these things. So that's what many Canadians, <clears throat> excuse me, that's what many Canadians have to do is they have to focus on their mortgage and not get invested. But the Smith Maneuver is a financial strategy which allows us to do both. And it doesn't require any new funds from the homeowner because all we're going to do is restructure how we apply and flow our funds that were already coming out of the pocket each month, and that being the mortgage payment. So if you've got the right type of mortgage, which is called a readvanceable mortgage, then you can, when you're making your mortgage payment, access the equity that you create. So I've got a $3,000 mortgage payment. Let's say $1,500 reduces the principal. This readvanceable mortgage allows me to access that equity again and pull it out. Now I can do anything I want with that, 1,500 bucks a month. What a lot of Canadians do is They've got this readvanceable mortgage. They don't necessarily know why they have it. Their mortgage broker or the banker put them into this mortgage when they're buying their house or refinancing. But they notice, wow, each time I make a mortgage payment, I got that money available again. I can make a BMW payment. I can mm -hmm. go on vacation. I can buy fancy dinners, fancy clothes. So what all, all these Canadians are doing is they're paying down this expensive non-deductible mortgage debt on one side and borrowing back non-deductible debt on the other side because this readvanceable mortgage has two components to it, one being that mortgage debt and the other being line of credit. These two sides right. speak to each other. So when I pay one side down, the, the credit line increases its limit dollar for dollar. And if I'm borrowing 
each month or, or periodically in order to make car payments or, or consume, you know, finance my lifestyle, all I'm doing is paying down expensive non-deductible debt on one side and borrowing it back on the other side. Robinson, are you able to, to, to take a step closer to the, uh, to the microphone? Um, That's better. Yeah, perfect. Sorry, I didn't, want to, I didn't want to interrupt you. No problem. So, so that's, that's what a lot of Canadians are doing, and we call that wealth destruction because these assets that I'm borrowing, uh, that I'm buying this, uh, these assets I'm buying with borrowed money are depreciating assets. Their, their, their car will decrease in value, clothes wear out, so I'm left with this debt, but I have assets which decline or disappear in value over time. Right. But the Smith maneuver relies on the fundamental principle that's been around for over 100 years that if we Canadians borrow with a reasonable expectation of generating income, we can deduct the interest on that borrowing. So I pay down on one side, I borrow back to invest on the other side, and a number of good things happen. Firstly, because I'm borrowing to invest, I generate tax deductions. That reduces right. my tax bill. We all love that. Yeah. And secondly, because I'm reducing my tax bill, I have this extra cash that otherwise I wouldn't have, namely my refund, and I can prepay my mortgage once a year with this money that otherwise I wouldn't have received if I wasn't engaging in the strategy. And because I'm prepaying my mortgage at least once a year, that mortgage has not gone in 25 years. It's gone much, much quicker. So I'm saving a lot in non-deductible interest payments over the course of the amortization. Mm. And I'm investing. I'm investing on a monthly basis. Uh, in this case, fifteen hundred bucks, which adds up. You know, you look at compound Absolutely. growth; it's very valuable. So, this all starts now. Uh, these these benefits uh, occur simultaneously, and they they increase over time. So, it's it, it's a very powerful strategy for a Canadian homeowner to simply take this liability that they have, which is their mortgage, and turn it into an asset while reducing their tax bill getting rid of the bad debt much quicker and building an investment portfolio for the future. It's a lot of information. How yeah. many people are still following along? <laughs> <laughs> even, even to this day, it's, it's still, it's still quite a bit. It's, it's very, but it actually is quite simple when you think about it. Um, there were a yeah. few key things that you said there um, that I wanted to touch on, but I just wanted to, to point out again that we're getting a little bit like some movement or some rubbing or something like that on your microphone. So it's, it's giving some background noise, which kind of makes it a little difficult to hear. Let's, let's just switch earpieces here. Yeah. Just got crystal clear. <laughs> that way people aren't getting too distracted by the background noise. Uh, I'm sorry, that's not going to work. You still got me? Yep, you betcha. I can hear you much better now, though. Oh, good. Technology. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the one key thing that, that really stood out for me, you know, and I think it stood out for a lot of people when you were talking there, was that it doesn't require any new funds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is a lot of people when they think about investing or they think about, you know, converting things or, or making you know, there, there, some interest, you know, tax deductible, it can sound very confusing. Like they're going to have to do all of this, this hard work and they're going to have to put extra money into it. But no, this is actually, this is, you can use a mortgage that you already have that already exists. It's just a matter of changing the way that you, that you do it, right. The way that you make your, your payments, the way you need a new type of mortgage. Is, is it a lot of work to get this set up? 
Uh, no, <clears throat> you know, it, when people buy a house or, or when people, you know, refinance uh, into a different mortgage product, there's no additional work to get to get the right type of mortgage. Uh, but you do need the right type of mortgage. Um, mm -hmm. Now, once you are set up on, on a monthly basis, there is there is some action that that the homeowner must take because, you know, we, we need to ensure we're getting money back out and invested. Uh, we're tracking the funds correctly. It's not complicated. It's, it's not difficult, but it does require activity. Now, it's a small price to pay when we're looking at potential net worth improvement of between 300000 to over a million dollars over a 25-year amortized mortgage. But Absolutely. each month, you know, each month you got to pay your visa bill. You got to pay, you know, your heating bill and all these different other bills. And this is, so this is one more activity. But, um, you know, for those people who are committed and, and disciplined, it definitely does pay off. Mm -hmm. um, so, so what do people need? in order to get started? Well, we have um, a growing network of financial professionals across Canada that we're training up um, in a number of different professions, mortgage brokers, investment advisors, uh, realtors, insurance agents, accountants, all these different types of financial professionals that a Canadian really should consider surrounding themselves with anyways. Mm -hmm. uh, they're all being trained up in, in the Smith Maneuver. They're Smith Maneuver certified professionals. And the, the first step is to contact a, a Smith Maneuver certified mortgage broker. Um, now, there are thousands and thousands of mortgage brokers out there. Uh, they all have access to the same products. Um, even the major banks have readvanceable mortgages. They're not difficult to find. But the caution here is you need to have the right type of readvanceable mortgage. And depending on your personal financial situation, mortgage A might be the one for you. And your neighbor, their their most appropriate mortgage may be mortgage B. So it all it all depends on your personal situation, what type of accelerators you you are going to use or anticipate in the future being able to use. Um, but uh, that's the first step: is getting the appropriate financing, and then talking to an investment advisor, um, you know, a realtor if you're looking to buy investment property. When we refinance our home into the right type of mortgage there may be an opportunity to buy real estate with the, the equity that's, that's just sitting in your home and has been for a while doing nothing for mm -hmm. you. So, um, and then, you know, when it comes tax time, you're going to want to speak to um, uh, someone who knows how to, how to prepare your tax return. We're dealing with the CRA and uh, we, we don't want to um, mess around or get things wrong, uh, that sort of stuff. So there's all these professionals yeah. to speak with, but number one, get the right type of mortgage. <laughs> Decide what you want to invest in, track um, the motion of the funds uh, through the mortgage and into the investment, and then uh, prepare your taxes correctly. Robinson, do um, do people need to go out and call every single mortgage broker and ask if they're Smith Maneuver certified, or do you have some sort of database that they can say, I'm You're, We're both laughing. And... <laughs> yeah. We've uh, on, on smithman.net, that's the website, smithman.net. It's abbreviated because smithmaneuver.net is uh, a little tough to spell for some people, including mm -hmm. myself. And um, me. But, yeah. But we've got a, a tab uh, on locating a Smith Maneuver certified professional. So you can uh, submit your inquiry there and we'll connect you with someone local to you. Awesome. Okay. Um, okay. So you, you were talking about different reinvestable mortgages there, and then also talking about you know finding um, Smith Maneuver certified mortgage brokers. This is actually one of the questions that came in early. 
um, from Josh. And I think you kind of answered it. And, and that was, can the product be any readvanceable mortgage or are there different kinds of readvanceables? How will a yeah. Smith Maneuver certified mortgage broker be able to add extra value over a regular broker? When, when you go into your bank, uh, all the major banks have a readvanceable mortgage, but say you go into your bank and you say, I want a meeting with my mortgage specialist here at the bank. You get that meeting. Hi, Bill, I want to do the Smith Maneuver. I need a readvanceable mortgage. Chances are pretty good. The mortgage specialist there is going to go, I don't know what a Smith Maneuver is, but we do have a readvanceable mortgage. Here you go, sign up. Right. Now, the problem with that is what are the prepayment allowances? You know, there's a lot of different, uh, there's a number of different things that one has to consider when uh, uh, in fine print, uh, you know, in a mortgage contract. And there's, there's a good chance that there is a much better product for you out there. Um, <clears throat> might not always be the case, but there's a good chance that, that you're not getting the best one for you. Plus, let's throw in the fact that while the Smith Maneuver is a relatively simple concept, um, there are complexities in the background. And if you're, if the person who gets your mortgage doesn't understand the strategy, you're going to run into issues when life events invariably happen. There are relationship breakdowns. I need to move because of my job. I need to downsize. I need to upsize. Um, illness in the family. All these different things can impact your, your home financing, which in turn will impact your Smith Maneuver. And if you don't have someone on your team who knows how to deal with those situations, then you're going to, it's going to end up costing you quite likely and not insignificantly. Mm, okay. Yeah. And so definitely. Just, yeah. Another thing just really quickly is, you know, having this team is very valuable because the SMCP mortgage broker knows the SMCP investment advisor who knows the accountant, you know, they all know each other and they speak the same language. They all know where you're going as a mutual client rather than having all your different professionals have no idea who the other is. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you use the right professionals. Uh, yeah. there's, there's no difference to you from in most cases um, that the mortgage broker is being paid by the bank. Um, the accountant, I mean, is not going to be much of a difference. You know, yeah. who else uh, was the other professionals? Um, I think it's, yes, exactly. So like it, it, it's not going to make a huge difference on your bottom line. You don't have to shop around to get a better deal. They all want to help you. They all want to see you save as much money as possible. And convert that mortgage into a, a, a deductible um, uh, mortgage as quickly as possible. Um, there was nothing you were mentioning before that was you, you said that you know a little bit of work will will increase your net worth in in most cases from three hundred thousand to a million dollars over twenty five years. Is it really that simple, or is it like, hey, I just need to go call up these people, switch my mortgage, and that's it, and I'm going to be, I'm going to have a net worth of close to a million dollars in 25 years? Is it really just that simple, or are there extra layers and extra things that you need to do in order to maximize it to its to its full potential? Yeah, well, refinancing is is never fun. I mean, it 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 doesn't happen overnight. It, it takes a bit of time, and there's documents and stuff like that that you have to collect and forward. So it's not fun, but it's an exercise that everybody goes through several times in their lives. If, if they're homeowners, might as well do it now, get it over with and be set up going forward. Right. Um, the, the, the monthly activity, like in my case, I make one phone call a month and I do one transaction online each month. And if the phone, if the line isn't too busy, when I, when I call the lender, it'll take me five minutes. 
Um, on the investing side, you're, you're going to want to make sure that that's all buttoned up. Um, you don't want to necessarily be watching your investments on a daily basis and getting stressed out, um, mm-hmm. as, as some people are wont to do. Um, set it, uh, forget it, periodically review uh, with your advisor, that sort of thing. But really, it's, it's being disciplined. It's getting set up. It's setting it in motion. It's making sure that on a monthly basis, you keep things flowing uh, and then just getting on with life. It's not exciting. It's not sexy. It's, it's, <laughs> it's boring. <laughs> but you know, when we're talking about a lifelong investment strategy, we don't want too much excitement. <laughs> you know? Exactly. We don't exactly. want too much excitement. And, and this isn't, this isn't uh, you know, pack the bag, go to Vegas, put everything on red. When you're investing, when you're choosing your investments, there's a wide universe of potential investments. You want to go into something that's, that's you know, is long-term, stable, blue chip. Are you interested in real estate? Do you like ETFs? Do you like mutual funds, bonds, mix, REITs? All these different types of investments. Um, but don't, don't go too crazy because we're talking about the future financial, financial security of yourself and your family. This isn't gamble mm-hmm. money, right? But basically, mm-hmm. right mortgage, uh, get your investment plan in place, make sure it happens on a monthly basis and, and get on with life. I like that. I like that. And I'm glad you said that because, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. um, investments are supposed to be boring. They're not supposed to be hot and crazy, like fix and flips. And I just want to do, I want things moving and I want to make the best possible returns as possible. I want to be aggressive. No, it's just, this is your future, right? This is, yeah. um, and not to mention the fact that, you know, you're using, you're using the equity in your home as, you know, investing as well. I mean, that's for a lot of people, that's, that's all they have, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to make sure that it's, this isn't, you're not playing with house money. This is, this is your money. This is your future to make sure that you're making sound real, um, uh, investment decisions. Um, now you talked about a, diff, a bunch of different types of investments that you can use. So when you are pulling the equity out to, to invest it and then you're doing the whole maneuver, um, that whole conversion thing, what types of investments can you invest in? What types of, is it, is it just is it just real estate or can you invest in the market as well? You said bonds, ETFs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, the number of various types of investments is, is vast. The, the rule, as I mentioned earlier, is if there's a reasonable expectation of generating income, then that will qualify for deductible interest. So, uh, you know, dividend income, interest income. So I can buy a rental property and put renters in there. I can buy a mutual fund. Uh, individual stocks. Now there's mixed REITs, as I said, so there's a, a lot of different types of investment and it's really, it's up, of course, it's up to the personal, you know, uh, you know, what does, what am I interested in? What do I understand? Uh, what do I want to invest in versus what do I not want to invest in? But there's a lot of different um, options out there. One thing to be aware of is that rule that I just mentioned, because a lot of people think, well, if I buy gold bullion, that's investing. I'm investing in gold. Well, not for the purposes of interest deductibility, because if I buy mm. a, a bar of gold, it, it sits in my vault in my office and doesn't earn me income. So there's no reasonable expectation of earning income there. And in a lot of cases, okay. raw land. So mm-hmm. you do need you do need to you know run these potential investment decisions past your, your investment advisor or accountant to make sure that you're going to be staying on side when you claim the deductions. Right. right. Um, 
so how does the conversion actually happen? How how does how does this maneuver? How do you go from having a non deductible uh, mortgage to having to, to, to being able to write off the interest to being able to tax deduct mm-hmm. the interest on it? Like we talk about, okay, we're going to pull some money out, we're going to invest it into some things. Like I guess. I, and I didn't give, there's not enough time. There never isn't enough time because there, this is, there's so much stuff for you to explain. So I'm trying to make this as simple as possible and also understandable as possible for our listeners. But can you just kind of go through the basics of like just the, how it becomes tax deductible and just maybe a yeah. quick little um, example? Sure. It, it happens over time. So I've got a $400,000 mortgage um, and it's amortized over 25 years. I got a $3,000 mortgage payment, $1,500 the very first month reduces principal. The rest, the other $1,500 goes to interest to the bank, right? And that $1,500 is gone. That's the price mm-hmm. I pay for borrowing the money. But the $1,500 that does reduce the principal, that $400,000 mortgage goes down by $1,500. The line of credit, which is attached, they, these two sides speak to each other, this mortgage. The line of credit says, hey, you just paid off $1,500 over there. I'll let you borrow it back over here. And so the line of credit limit, you'll see it go from zero to 1500. I have $1,500 available to me. I pull that out. I get invested where I choose. The next month, the same thing happens. Only a little bit more reduces principal, say 1503 because of the increasing efficiency of the mortgage payment. Yeah. Right. There's a smaller balance. I'm making a constant payment on a smaller balance month two. So I borrow 1503 out. 1500 the same amount gets invested but because i borrowed 1503 that $3 that does not get invested is there for the mortgage lender to take for the interest on the first month's borrowing of $1500 and the $3 that i pay on that interest is tax deductible so now mm-hmm. i've got a balance after month 2 of the first 1500 i borrowed to invest the second $1,500 I borrowed to invest and the $3 I borrowed to service the interest on the first month's borrowing. So it's tough to follow and I can't put pen to paper here, but I do this on a (laughs) monthly basis. Each month, pulling out what is available. On one side, I've got that bad non-deductible debt declining. I've got the good tax-deductible debt increasing. My total debt does not change. I borrowed $400,000 to buy the house or when I refinanced, I still have $400,000. But each mm-hmm. month, less and less is non-deductible debt and more and more is tax-deductible debt until I have fully paid down that, that uh, non-deductible debt and replaced it on the other side of the mortgage with fully tax-deductible debt. So these tax deductions increase on a monthly basis. I get more and more tax relief each subsequent year. And by the time I've completed this conversion, let's say it's 10 years, I had 400000 of bad debt. I now have $400,000 of good debt. I'm ignoring the 65% HELOC rule here. But because it's interest only, not a principal plus interest payment, for the next 15 years after I converted in 10 years, I have less required to come out of my pocket to service the interest only on that line of credit than I did on the principal plus interest component that I've uh, converted. Even though the rate may be slightly higher, there's no principal component to that monthly payment. It's interest only. And the difference of what I was paying, three thousand bucks a month, to what I am now paying, twenty three hundred bucks a month, the difference can go and get invested directly. Now, when I complete the conversion process, after ten years, I have a decision to make. 
I still have $400,000 worth of debt. It's offset by $900,000 of investments, just for example here. So I'm very comfortable and it's costing me less than it did when I had that mortgage payment. But do I want to start paying down that tax deductible debt a little bit mm-hmm. over time? Like I did as if I did come out of pocket the full mortgage payment route. Yeah. I can do that. I can redeem $200,000 of my assets to pay off $200,000 of that deductible debt. I, I now have only $200,000 of debt. It's good debt. I've paid off good debt. I've sold assets growing at 7% to pay off money that only cost me 3%. Does that financially make sense? Maybe not, but maybe it makes me more mm-hmm. comfortable. It's easier for me to sleep at night. Do it. For some people, for some people, right? yeah, that is that is the you know their what their mom and dad said is make sure you always pay off you know your home and mm-hmm. your debt. Yeah, well, we all know people who who lived by that ethos uh, and are now in their senior years living on fixed income or signing up for a reverse mortgage because they concentrate Truth. on paying down that mortgage and they're living in a house worth nine hundred thousand dollars. There's no mortgage on it, but it's not generating any income anywhere. That money, 900 grand, is earning less than 0% thanks to inflation and has been doing all along. Yeah. So, Robinson, I have to say, as somebody like I, I leave all the like strategy type of stuff in our business to Wayne. Wayne. Wayne figures all of that stuff out that we need to do and take action on. So, while I know what the Smith maneuver is and kind of like the basics of it, um, I'm, I haven't gone deep into it as some people have. And I have to say the way that you just explained it, I was able to follow along and it was, and I, I kind of had like those like, oh yeah, okay. That makes total sense. Like mm. those moments. So, so thank you for being able to break it down like that. <laughs> well, you're welcome. I'm, I'm glad to hear that, uh, that I understand it as well enough that I can <laughs> talk to someone. <laughs> You're doing amazing for 5.30 yes, in the morning. Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it took us a few weeks, almost a couple of months, actually, before we actually were able to operate at, you know, yeah. 100%, <laughs> you know, this early in the morning. Yeah. It's, it's, our, it's our routine now. Um, as well as, you know, all the great things you were talking about, is, is that not going to give you a much better tax refund at the end of the year, too? Uh, yeah. You know, if all the interest I pay when my mortgage is not tax deductible, if I'm paying a thousand, twelve hundred, fifteen hundred dollars a month in interest on that mortgage, that money is gone. Meanwhile, maybe uh, if it's tax deductible, I'm paying, you know, twelve thousand, fourteen thousand dollars a year in deductible interest. Well, that twelve, fourteen, sixteen thousand dollars comes right off my income. I don't pay any tax right. on mm-hmm. that, right? Now, yeah. the fact is that many people who are employed, they get tax taken off uh, their paycheck every two weeks. And so when they send their return in, the government says, oh, we didn't know you had all these tax deductions. Here's your here's your tax refund. And if I'm at the 50% tax bracket and I've paid four, $14,000 of interest deductible, I get a $7,000 check back. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and that is not insignificant. And that's $7,000 can, you can do with whatever you wish with that money. If you still have non-deductible debt, use it to prepay your mortgage and then borrow it out again and invest that 7,000 bucks, right? And so you've just essentially taken $7,000 of that non-deductible mortgage and then just converted it by just by doing that, that thing right there, where you just said, just exactly. paying, and then just pulling it right back out immediately and investing it. 
That's exactly it. I get a $7,000 check from the government. I prepay my mortgage by seven grand. My line of credit limit opens up by seven grand. I pull it out and I invest it. Beautiful. Now that's, that's kind of like the debt swap. This is, that's the basic plain Jane Smith maneuver. Borrow to invest each and every month, convert your mortgage, take a tax refund, prepay your mortgage, borrow that out to invest as well, at least once a year. But the accelerators, we've got the debt swap, cash flow dam, cash flow diversion, the drip, prime the pump. The, the debt swap, for example, is, you know, if I've got $10,000 in mutual funds, whatever it is that I've built up over the years, I talk to my Smith Maneuver Certified Professional Mortgage Broker, I get the right type of mortgage, I can redeem that $10,000 of mutual funds for cash. I look at taxation, of course, so I have to pay tax mm-hmm. or is it a loss, whatever. Yeah. But I take that $10,000 in cash, I make a prepayment against my mortgage, the $10,000, that line of credit limit opens up $10,000, I pull that out and I can buy the exact same investment I sold seven days earlier. You know, I want to look at uh, superficial loss rules, but I, or I can invest in something different if I want. But right. I still have that $10,000 invested, but I have immediately converted $10,000 of bad debt to good debt. That does great things for my tax bill. It's pretty crazy stuff. How many, uh, we, have, we have a lot of nerds who come in on the morning show uh, every day. <laughs> Ded- that, dedicated nerds. <laughs> dedicated nerds that love stuff like this. And as soon as he started talking about like the primate pump and all these different accelerators and stuff, um, I could just see, I could just like, I could visualize them. I could see them starting to perk up about all the cool different ways that they could just maximize this to its full potential. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of nerds, I don't know Marcel, uh, Marcel. So, uh, <laughs> but Marcel has a question. Um, I don't think you're a nerd, uh, <laughs> but had this question right out of the gate this morning and it applies to this. Um, and I wanted to wait until we kind of went through most of the basics first. Um, the question was, how do you manipulate it later in the game with accelerators? I'm at the part of the books where you pay back on the mortgage and pay bills later. I totally get the basics. I've just been told by an accountant that you can't pay company money in your personal unless willing to issue a T4. Too complicated? Uh, okay. yeah, I, I'm not 100% certain there, but I'll I'll just use, for example... Um, we'll talk a bit more about the accelerators here. So sure. let's say I refinance my home. I'm, uh, I'm in the right type of mortgage. I'm, I'm, I'm doing the Smith maneuver. If, if I wish when I refinance my house, if I've got the equity available, uh, immediate equity available, I can pull that out, use it as a down payment, for example, on a rental property or a proprietorship, uh, home-based business, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've now got a proprietorship, which is generating income. In the case of a rental property, I install renters. So this business is not held in a corporation. It's a proprietorship. It's this rental home. But these renters pay, pay me 3000 bucks a month. Typically what happens is I take that $3,000 and I put it into my rental bank account. And then 3000 or close to it goes out to service the mortgage expense on that rental property and other expenses that I have running that business. Well, instead, if I take that $3,000 in rental receipts, I can prepay my mortgage. This is above and beyond my regular monthly mortgage payment. Take the rental receipts, prepay that mortgage by three grand, borrow that three grand back out, and then put it in my rental property account to service the expenses. Mm -hmm. So now I'm making my regular mortgage payment, reducing that mortgage. I'm also prepaying my mortgage by 3,000 bucks. This is where we see amortizations go from 25 years to six, seven years. Mm -hmm. Jesus. Because... (laughs) So because I'm borrowing that $3,000 each and every month to invest in my business, which is my rental property, I can deduct the interest on that. 
Right. So there's there's the prime the pump is pulling out a bunch of um, available equity uh, at any time. It doesn't have to be right at the, off the bat, but I can pull that out and I can invest that directly stocks, bonds, mutual funds, uh, ETFs, whatever, or I can use it as down payment for investment property. But all these accelerators that are available to a homeowner uh, are optional and, and you can do them at any time. You can, you can uh, start it three years in. Uh, if at that point you have a rental property, you can start the cash flow dam at that point. Uh, you can do the debt swap at any time. A cash flow diversion, you can turn that on and off anytime. And that's basically, if I have been investing 300 bucks a month directly from my personal bank account, uh, fantastic. I'm doing something for my future. That's great. But once I'm doing the Smith maneuver, instead of investing that 300 bucks, pretty much right off my paycheck, I take that cash, prepay my mortgage each and every month by that 300 bucks, pull it out and then get it invested. And so there's another bunch of years taken off the amortization. So I'm still investing that 300 bucks. It's not additional cash that's come out of my pocket. I was investing that each and every month before. Now I'm just rerouting it through my mortgage. So the... The accelerators can can be turned on and off. They can, uh, you know, if there's if there's tough times, instead of, you know, taking a thousand bucks cash and, and overpaying your mortgage each and every month, times are tough. Stop doing that. Keep that in your personal bank account. Pick it up when you can. So I don't know if that answered uh, the question at all, but um, that's sort of where I thought it was going. Yeah, yeah, and it gave a much better idea. Uh, and open the door to to the power of the accelerators. Um, I just yeah, I can just kind of see, see my. Yeah. I can see Gabby's reaction. She's she's looking at me like Wayne. How come we're not doing this? And, <laughs> and like it's a very complicated answer. A lot of people have asked me that question too. You've had Robinson on. You know, you talked about the Smith maneuver in the past. Why why haven't you? Well, I mean, obviously, early on, you know, when 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 new real estate investors are you know, getting started, we're, we're, we try and get so creative and find ways around, you know, um, qualifying and putting the least amount of money down and agreement for sales and stuff like that. And, you know, turning your, your existing home into rental properties. And it was, it was so complicated in the beginning that it was like, you know, now we're, we were, we finally got to the point where it's like, okay, now we're going to start putting, you know, this, now we can actually use one of these products. But like our existing portfolio is just so complicated. It's like, it's too, it's too, I almost feel like it was too overwhelming for me to yeah. try and yeah. figure out how we were going to get back to that because we used up all of our mortgages. We didn't set it up properly. And I kind of regret it. Now we're kind of at that point where we can look back at it, but I'm self-employed. So getting a readvanceable <laughs> mortgage is a real pain in the butt. But Gabby's looking at me and she's, I could just feel it. It's like, we can figure it out because there's so much <laughs> money that we are leaving on the table. <laughs> um, I'm actually kind of at that point now where I'm, I'm re-looking at it and I'm trying to figure out how we can do this. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I forgot about was that, because it's been so long, is that it's not just your home that you can do this on. You can do this on your rental properties as well. Is that what you said? Well, here's the thing. <clears throat> it's not just your principal residence that, that the Smith Maneuver applies. Um, it, it applies to your principal residence because the interest on that mortgage is not tax deductible. right? And that's what the Smith Maneuver is. It's a conversion process, bad debt to good debt. Right. So that means if I've got a recreational property, I've got a mortgage on it, I can do the Smith Maneuver on that property as well because I'm not generating income from it. It's, it's a cabin that I go and, and visit personally. I'm not putting any renters in there. Therefore, that is a consumption item. And the mortgage mm-hmm. I use to buy that cabin 
is not tax deductible. So I can mm. get slap a readvanceable mortgage on that and do it as well. Now, when we talk about rental properties, because I'm borrowing from the bank to buy this rental house, I'm borrowing to invest in a business. And this business is going to generate revenue, right? It is going to generate income and that being the money coming from the renter. So the money I borrow to buy that rental property is already tax deductible. There's gotcha. no conversion needed. But I can use the revenues from that business. And it's the same thing if I own a proprietorship in my garage, I knit sweaters and sell them on the internet. I can mm -hmm. take the money I receive, prepay my mortgage, reborrow it to service the expenses of that business, buying the yarn and the knitting needles and the marketing and all that. Yes. So you can use your rental property to your great benefit with your Smith Mover when you're converting your principal residence or a recreational property, but there's no conversion <laughs> process, uh, no conversion opportunity on that rental property because the mortgage is already tax deductible. Now, that being said, it doesn't mean we don't have to concern ourselves with what type of financing I have on my rental property because if I have the same type of mortgage, a readvanceable mortgage on my rental property as I do on my principal residence, so I can do the Smith maneuver, well, now I can access the equity in that rental property as fast as I'm creating it and I can get that invested as well. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, <coughs> excuse me, they get this, they get the typical mortgage against their rental property and they make the P&I payments and the balance of that rental property comes down over time, which means their equity is increasing over time. And if I'm not putting it to work, it's earning me less than 0%. Right. If I want to access the equity in my rental property to subsequently buy another rental property or invest elsewhere, whatever, I have to go back to my mortgage broker, my bank. Hey, here are my, here are my docs. Let's, you know, here, let's get an appraisal done. What are the legals, all that? I go through that experience, that, that yeah. not pleasant experience of refinancing my property four or five years after I bought that rental property. And now they give me more money and I can pull it out to invest. Well, if I put a readvanceable mortgage on that, it's like I'm refinancing that rental property every single month because I can get back at the equity as fast as I'm creating it. And I don't have to refinance to get back at the money that, that I can use to invest elsewhere. Mm. So, this is a lot of different strategies. This is what this is what you know, the Smith Mover certified professionals are, are trained on, and you know so they speak to themselves between each other in the network, and and uh, it's it's really about maximizing what you exist, what you have currently. What is your situation now? Where do you want to go? How do we get you there? Very and very little tricks and tools along the way. Mm -hmm. Yes. So obviously, like you, again, like you said, it's, it, you don't have to be an expert on this. You just need to surround yourself with people who do understand it. Um, so just getting Smith Maneuver certified um, professionals on your team, they will set you up with everything you need. They'll tell you exactly what to do. And then it could be as simple as like Robinson said, you just make one little transaction every month and that's it. Just keep an eye on it. That's simple. Mm. Um, now, one of the big reasons, uh, going back to why I never did it early on was because I've always been buying my homes with 5% down, right? Taking advantage of the, the low, you know, down payments. I never put 20% down on my own homes. And every time I move or I buy a new property, I've always put 5% down. So a question from uh, Ryan earlier was that, do you always need to have 20% equity in order to get a readvanceable mortgage? Yeah. 20% equity is required to get a readvanceable <laughs> mortgage. Okay. So there's no such thing as a 5% down readvanceable mortgage. Okay. Yeah. So, so you know, and, and, and a lot of people, 
may not, maybe they got five, they bought a house with 5% down a few years ago. Well, when you look mm-hmm. at your situation, now there's because of increasing home house prices and the declining mortgage balance. Now, maybe you are close to 20% equity, but even mm-hmm. if you're not, is there an opportunity to get there? And like I said, with the debt swap earlier, I've got investments over here that I've had for a while and it's, they've been growing and all that stuff. Well, maybe I can redeem some of them to pay down my mortgage to get to 20% where I can refinance into a readvanceable mortgage. Now, what does it cost me to redeem those assets, right? Taxation, what am I yep. foregoing in, in what's my opportunity cost there if I redeem to pay down the mortgage? There's all these things to consider. But just because you're not necessarily at 20% now, it doesn't mean you, you can't find a way to get there sooner mm-hmm. rather than later. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so that answers a lot. Of, I think a lot of people's questions is, you know, because a lot of people want to do it right away. I wanted to do it right away, but it just didn't make sense. I needed to pay down a mortgage first. And then every t- every couple of years, I kept buying another house and then I would get back to 5% again. I'm like, oh, I can't do it anymore. Oh, can't do it anymore. <laughs> so now we're kind of at the place now where it's like we can. Uh, and it makes sense. And like you said, you can also take some investments that we already have and pay down, uh, you know, a portion of our, our mortgage to the point where now we can go refinance. Now we can get mm-hmm. a reinvestable mortgage and start implementing this because it is dumb. We're leaving so much money on the table. Mm-hmm. And so funny, like I literally was talking about this with our joint venture partner yesterday. Were you listening, Gabby? No, I wasn't. Okay. So we, we had a call with one of our joint venture partners. And, uh, so it, it this is a bit of a, complicated joint venture but you know we had a partner who um who who had a house and he needed to move and he was looking for someone to kind of manage it and he couldn't sell it so we ended up taking it on it's a bit of a negative cash flow kind of um, property but the whole goal was for the next couple of years we were going to rent it out there's going to be a couple hundred bucks negative cash flow he was going to cover it and uh, we're going to rent this thing out and then once we hit that point where there's 20 percent equity we're going to refinance it um, and then we're going to get a readvanceable mortgage because um, not necessarily do a Smith maneuver because it's a rental property now, but to be able to access those funds, um, you know, from the HELOC and not have to refinance. Mm-hmm. So we can get it to a point where he's constantly paying down mortgage, right? You know, with every rent payment that comes through, it pays down the, the mortgage. And then eventually we can pull that money out and invest it because it'll be tax deductible <laughs> and um, it's easily accessible. Um, so yeah, it was just funny that we were just talking about this, um, yesterday and he was absolutely blown away and I'm actually probably going to send him this, send him this <laughs> podcast now <laughs> uh, to, so he can get a better idea. Cause again, I kind of butchered it. I started talking about the Smith maneuver, started talking about how you can implement it. Um, once he goes and buys his own next home, you know, he should be implementing this as well. Um, now Robin, uh, on the, on the, on the live show here. Um, had another question related to that. He said, can you leave the funds in the mortgage account, in the HELOC account to build up for a few months before you pull it out to invest? Or do you need to pull it out immediately that month? No, you can, you can let that available balance um, grow over time if you wish. Um, the, the question there is, you know, if, if I'm saving up for a $50,000 uh, investment somewhere, I'm paying down my mortgage. Maybe I'm even prepaying my mortgage. I'm building up that available credit over time. If I'm not pulling it out as fast as I'm available to pull it out and getting it invested, what is the opportunity cost of not getting invested over that period of time that it takes me to build up $50,000 of available credit? Right? Maybe it's mm-hmm. not a long time. Maybe, maybe it's not worth 
pulling out a thousand bucks a month and investing it. And then once my investment portfolio is at 50,000 or a bit more tax and then selling that for the cash and then doing that investment I had in mind, there's a number of different ways you can go about it. But do I want to get invested immediately as fast and as often as as much as possible until I've built up what I need for that potential investment? Um, you know, that's, there's, there's, a process that you have to go through. I mean, you're getting invested each and every month. You've got to look at taxation and what happens mm -hmm. with the markets. Uh, they go up and they go down and all that stuff. Or do you mm -hmm. want the certainty of having built, uh, building up that $50,000 of available credit, um, just letting it grow, foregoing growth, but letting that available credit um, increase until that 50K is, is available and then pulling it out. Mm -hmm. A number of different things to consider. Um, but no, you don't have to pull, you don't have to pull it out uh, right off the bat. In fact, in my book, um, never miss an opportunity, master your mortgage for financial freedom. Um, I, I describe uh, one of the decelerators. Well, there's a decelerator co called the Smith Maneuver Light. And, and, you know, you don't have to even pull out the full $1,500 that may be available to you each month. Maybe you want to start slow and pull out just half of it. Mm -hmm. Right. So there's, there's a lot of flexibility. Um, you know, it can be reversed uh, at any time if you want. And when we, when we think that we're, we're pulling out to invest on a monthly basis, that, that investment portfolio that I'm building is really just displaced equity. It's my home equity somewhere else. Mm -hmm. I'm pulling my home equity out of the line of credit and I'm buying these investments. If I want, I can sell these investments, take the cash and pay back that line of credit for whatever reason. Right. So it's, right. it's reversible here. <clears throat> it can be paused and, and all that sort of stuff. A lot of flexibility. Yeah. Amazing. Um, we are getting towards the end of the show here. And this is, this is man, like this, this can go on for hours. You, you and me got to like, do you do workshops? Do you, uh, do you do any workshops or any like full day events? Cause I feel like you could fill like a three day event. What time are you going to make it start? Not five o'clock, is it? <laughs> we got to we got to we got to do a workshop in the future like or do, do you do you do you do them on uh I, I haven't <clears throat> you know I sold I sold my advisory uh in the middle of 2018 then COVID came um so pretty much just bound to the house I'm very much looking forward to getting back on the road and doing live events um yeah so very open to doing uh, doing a workshop would, would much prefer to do it live somewhere. But, uh, mm -hmm. you know, one of these days when, when the world opens up a little bit more, uh, I will be going across Canada to the, to the cities where we have Smith Maneuver certified professionals. We've got 77 of them now in, in six provinces nice. more coming, but you know, we'll be doing events and that sort of thing, but yeah, totally open to, um, to workshops, you know, in the near future. We, we gotta, we def definitely gotta talk about that. Um, you also talked about your book, which I freaking absolutely love. Um, I don't read books. I, I, I listen to audiobooks. I don't read books. Your book is in like one of the three books that I've read in the last 30 years. And <laughs> and like seriously, I don't I don't read books. Yeah. You're you're up there with the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. Okay. <laughs> so that's you're making me blush. <laughs> I because it's easy, it's very easy to read. 
I, I was able to get through it and it just, it flowed very nicely and it's very interesting and it kind of gets like my creative juices and my brain going and thinking about how I can implement this stuff. So I actually, I want to give away one of your books. So what I'm going to offer today is we're going to do a giveaway. We're going to have someone call in um, and I'm going to buy the book and I'm, and, and then we'll just figure out a way to get it sent out to this person. Does that, is that something we can do? Absolutely. Okay. Um, but we need to, we need to make it skill testing. Um, so we, it needs to be something that you talked about today, something that uh, they would have had to have been listening. Um, so do you have a question, uh, a skill well, testing question that someone okay. would need to call in for? Sure. If, if, I, if I redeem uh, existing investment assets for cash, prepay my mortgage, reborrow that same amount and buy the same uh, investment or a different investment, but get invested again, what is the name of that accelerator? Oh. <laughs> I'm not winning Great the book. <laughs> okay, guys, call in now. Click the call in button if you know the answer. What is the name of that accelerator? I will buy you the book. <laughs> is everyone Googling it? <laughs> I was say it might have been too tough. Okay, we got to repeat the question. Okay, if I redeem existing investments for cash, prepay my mortgage, reborrow the same amount, and then reinvest, what's the name of that accelerator? I think I, I think I have it figured out. I think I know what it is. I would just call and start naming some of the accelerators that he. Yes, had I mean mentioned. Google the accelerators. Is probably <laughs> how many are there? Five, six. Five. There you go. Just <laughs> you got a twenty percent chance. Oh my gosh! Oh come on, people! You go to Google. Don't be shy. You look up the Smith Maneuver. No one's even taken a stab Smithman, at it. Smithman Smithman.net. Go to Smithman.net. <laughs> there should be accelerators and accelerator page. You guys really, really do need this book. <laughs> it starts with a D. <laughs> well, maybe there's no gap- left on the podcast, Wayne. Oh, Jeremy, you don't type it in. You have to call in. You got to click the call in button. No, there's 30 people that are on. <laughs> James, no, James, you have to call in. You have to call in can't just type it in. You got to call. There we go. Johnny five is here. <laughs> Everybody's typing it in. Uh, Johnny's coming in right now. I just didn't let him in. Okay. Hey, Johnny. Johnny. Are you there, buddy? Okay. Can you hear me? I'm here. What's the answer, bud? What's the answer, bud? That's what? That's what? There we go. Ding, ding, ding. Nice, nice. <laughs> okay, I'm going to mute you because there's a huge echo. Congratulations, Johnny. Yeah, sorry, man, I was listening on her phone. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Congratulations, buddy. I will uh, we'll, we'll figure out how to get that done, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get you that book sent. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Congrats. <laughs> winner 
Oh, well, we did ask for a skill testing question. So, yeah, I mean, he, he brought he brought it. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations to Johnny for that. Um, we've gone over an hour now. Thank you so much, Robinson. Uh, you know, I, I hope that I kind of helped with the flow, you know, uh, you know, and asking the right questions. But was there anything that perhaps we left out that, that you're like, oh, wish, oh, shoot, I wish I would have said that? Um, well, as you say, I can talk about this all day. But the last thing I, I what I'd end off end off with is um, read the book. You know, before you start connecting with Smith Maneuver Certified Professionals, they've got a job to do, uh, and the more educated you are on the strategy, the faster they can get that done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just a matter of reading the book. And if you don't want to go to, by the way, Smithman.net uh, to buy the book, go to the library and check it out for free. Um, you know, just read the book, get a good idea, make sure you do want to implement the strategy and then get in touch with us at smithman.net to be requested to be connected to a Smith Maneuver Certified Professional. We'll do that for you. Awesome. Easy, easy. Okay. Robinson, thank you again so much for coming on the show. Um, I got to talk to you more about a workshop in the future because like I, I, I would love to attend something like that. That's, mm-hmm. I think about things, you know, putting things on that I would love to attend, like having a full day of going through all the possibilities and the math and the whiteboards and the slides that just, that just sounds so super exciting to me. Um, so we'll chat soon. Um, and if anybody wants to uh, reach out to you, obviously easiest way is going to smithman.net smithman.net. Okay, buddy. Thanks again. All right. Thank you guys. All right. Bye-bye. Bye Bye now. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com.